Story number one, A Quiet Pain, written by Archdragon99. The man walked into the quiet study room and looked around. It was well furnished with a small oak table in the corner, hosting several unfinished paintings and drawings. The room was lit by a few dim lamps and quiet music filled the air. An elderly woman sat contently next to a small table sipping on a still steaming coffee. The smell of pine in the room mingled with the subtle scent of dust. My, 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 if it isn't my favorite boy. Come in and sit down. I prepared some coffee for you. She grinned over her mug. The man nodded quietly, tossed his jacket over the back of one of the spare hickory chairs, and pulled himself up to the table. The woman carefully placed a blue mug in front of the man. It's been a while since we've had a talk. Sit down and tell your old mother a thing or two about what you've been up to. A sad smile crept across the man's face as he sat down. Well, a lot has been going on, so to speak. Wrapping his hands around the warm coffee, he continued. The job's been going really well. I got a promotion a while back and now finances are significantly more stable. The man sat and thought for a second. Staring into the mug, he asked, Remember Ellie? The woman leaned in, her grin even wider. I think so. Was she that lovely blonde you brought to dinner a while ago? That was her. The man's smile grew a little, but didn't quite reach his eyes. We've been dating over the past year, and we think it's finally time to get married. The woman let out some joyous laughter and clapped her hands together excitedly. It's about time you got hitched. I thought my little boy was going to be a bachelor forever. The man gave a quiet chuckle and leaned back into his chair. We've been planning the wedding out for a little while, and we're thinking sometime in March for the wedding date. The two sat and listened to the music for a few minutes before the man began speaking again. It's funny, we've got nearly all the music planned for the wedding, and I don't know a thing about dancing. The woman, forehead crinkle and a smile that seemed to split her face, appeared. Setting her cup down gently, the woman pushed back on her chair and carefully pulled herself up. Realizing her intentions, the man began interjecting, concern flashing across his face. Oh no, Ma, you don't have to. I can take classes or something. Walking around the table, the woman cut him off. Nonsense! I'll have you know that I used to be quite the dancer back in the day. Now come here and let your mother show you a thing or two about dancing. The man slowly stood and shuffled over to his mother. He stood half a foot taller over her. My, my, you're bigger than I remember. She laughed, slapping his shoulder. Now put your right hand on my shoulder and your left hand on my hip. Following the woman's instructions, the man did so carefully, resting his hands on each location. Slowly, the two began to dance, the woman leading the man following his lead. The quiet music filled the room. Slowly, the man's vision began to blur as tears slowly began to run down his cheek. The woman stopped and shifted into a quiet hug that seemed to drown out the music. The tears began to converge into small trickles. I miss you so much, Mom. I miss you every day. The man began to snuffle as he tried to finish his sentence. I just... I, I just wish that you could have been around to meet her. I, I'm, I'm sorry it took so long. The woman's smile never disappeared as she pulled her son closer and kissed his forehead. The man watched her smiling face fade as she, along with the rest of the room, dematerialized to white. The man wiped his tears from his eyes only to find his vision rapidly clouding up again. Sorry, I broke down halfway through, he called out to the listening AI. No need to worry yourself, but I strongly recommend taking some time to recover. You reacted much more strongly than initially anticipated. 
Yeah, I just... It hurts without her. He could still feel her kiss shaking a little. He spoke up. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to see her again. My pleasure. End of story number one. Story number two. A Mother's Rage, written by Samba Marks. When you call a species to war, it is important that you know who you're going against, biologically speaking. That's especially true if you're planning on going to war with humans. Humanity was a fast-growing species on the Galactic Collective. Ever since the first contact, they proved themselves to be exceptional at just about every task, including espionage. Emerging species are often given 100 years of protection before any wars can be waged against them, so that they have a fair shot at defending themselves. Of course, that's not what happened in practice, as 100 years is hardly enough time to build a decent defense, at least most of the time. Humans, while not getting themselves into any physical wars, were deep into intellectual wars against pretty much all the other species in the collective hacking their terminals and stealing blueprints for ships, weapons, and more, which they adapted and constructed on their own system, and they were fast at doing it. In just 87 years from first contract, while the hundred-year head start was still in place, the Pratians, a particularly warmongering species, decided humanity was too dangerous. Every single attempt at protecting their databases were met with failure as human hackers made quick work of their firewalls, and by the time the hundred years were over, humanity could potentially have a military as big as the Pratians themselves, and so they decided to break the rule and attack while they still held the advantage. Attempts at breaking the humans' military were met with varying degrees of failure. While the Pratians were familiar with the designs of the ships the humans were using, since they were all stolen from other species, they seemed to have also modified it to a great extent, using unconventional weapons that were twice as powerful as the most powerful ones. One particular ship used missiles with FTL drives attached to them. Up until that moment, FTL weaponry had never been thought of. Just a shockwave of those missiles coming into contact with a single target was enough to pulverize an entire fleet around it. It seemed like humanity was already too far ahead. Watching the Pratians get defeat after defeat against the barely established species was terrifying. But then they found a weakness. Also, they thought. Some research showed that while the military bases were heavily armed, some structures like non-major cities weren't. They also discovered humans were particularly weak on the years shortly after they spawn, and that humanity had special buildings to house those young humans during their developmental stage. And so the Pratians had a new target. Schools, maternities, orphanages, hospitals, and others. Pratian ships would acquire the coordinates of such places, FTL at the edge of the solar system, and point their lasers towards those structures before the human defensive fleet arrived. It seemed like a solid plan. By cutting the roots of the problem, they would ensure that the tree doesn't ever grow in the first place. Right? Wrong. You see, humans were no strangers to war. They had waged war against themselves for so long as their race itself existed. And so, over time, they created rules of war. One of those rules is that civilians should never be targeted. And while the Pratians did just that. And that would have been bad enough on its own, but they target specifically children and newborn babies. And that's just about the most abominable thing that you could do as a human. 
when faced with the possibility that their children might never have the opportunity to grow up. Human soldiers were filled with an unmeasurable fury. Fleets exploded in size as more and more humans enlisted to protect humanity. They created bigger weapons and had a collective thirst for blood and justice. Threaten to kill a human and they'll try and kill you first. Threaten to kill their children and they'll make you feel it. And so, the entire galactic community watched in horror as the humans showed their true power. The Pratians, as you all know, went extinct long ago. Their war against the humans barely managed to be a decade long. It was short, in fact. It was over before the end of the hundred-year head start. And when those ended, the collective knew that that would be the last time that they'd know how it is to have no fear. End of story number two. Story number three. Gods May Forget, written by PD46Lily. I've lived a millennia. I've seen things that now only exist in bites and bits in cyberspace. I've seen things that have been long forgotten, that have vanished from everyone's memory but my own. I've seen cities grow and cities fall. I have seen the old gods wane and new gods gain power. I don't know why I've lived for so long or how. Maybe it was just a fluke of genetics. Maybe a divine intervention if you believe in such things. There was a time when I could not think of a way I do now. My memories of that time aren't different, but remember them I do. My memories of my first few centuries are emotions and sense. They do say that smells would trigger the most vivid memories. My first memory is of a young girl. Then my name was Roxy. She's playing with me, a game of tag, and all I feel for her is love and the need to protect her. After Tag always ran after the horses pulling their buggies, I remember her getting older, and after a time, weaker. Games that Tag turned into slow walks in the park, then me sitting by her bed as she sleeps more and more. They sent her away, and she never came back. So I went out to search for her. I never found her, but I remember her smile, her laugh. I was lost for a long time, at least... I think it was a long time, and bad people did things to me. They would beat me when I tried to get food, even when I was very hungry. The man that found me, he was kind. He gave me food, a bath, and a warm place to sleep. He didn't play tag, but he always made sure I was warm, even when he was not. He gave me a name, May. I liked that name too. We stayed together for a long time, but he grew older, and I did not. One day we went to sleep, but in the morning I could not wake him up. I know now that he died, but then I did not know what death was. I stayed by his side until a loud car came to take him away. I tried following, but they were too fast and I couldn't catch him. I was lost again for many years, but then a boy found me and brought me to his home. He was small, smaller than me. I stayed with him and his family for many years. I played tag again with him in the park, and he let me choose my name this time. I chose Roxy. The translators let us speak with each other. His name was William, but I could call him Billy. Billy grew older and started his own family. He hid me from bad people. They wanted to take me away and do things to me. He told me that I never got older and bad people would experiment on me to find out why. Maybe even kill me in the process. 
His children continue to protect me through many years and many generations. Each generation brought me new friends, new joy and new sadness when they passed. Sometimes I would choose a new name to help me hide from the bad people. Hannah, Ellie, Sue, Dee Dee, the list is long. Most of my life was hiding, but sometimes there were great adventures. And as time marched on, so did technology. I now have augments I can interface with computer and droids. But eventually they found me no matter how hard you try to hide. Eventually your luck runs out. But this time, I was on another world and my protector was Billy's 83rd times grandchild. Her name was Aurora. When they came, they hurt her and hurt her. But she wouldn't tell them where I was. They hid me well. They killed her. Now I'm angry. I've used my augments to help me get vengeance. I now protect what's left of Billy's descendants. I have had many names in my long existence, but my favorite was always the goodest girl. Because gods may forget, but a dog always remembers. End of story.